The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. with the win off the cake stand and Chelsea Green not off the apron like a Katana Chance who blasts to Chelsea. No shot. What's that, my dog? JD, I thought you said you are going to deal with this. Deal? I'm the one that got the best deal on TV. LCD screen, almost flat TV. And I've already told you you need to leave. Jackie D, nobody likes you. You gotta leave, JD. How many times you gotta dare you, man? Truth, you're not in the Judgment Day. You will never be a part of the Judgment Day. Get out of our clubhouse. What? Yeah, we'll take it easy. I'll get out of our clubhouse. We gotta tighten up on security. We're absolutely nothing alike. I've got something to say to you, and as usual from Drew, it's the truth. You're the one person in the world who deserved to get screwed over by the bloodline. Allow me to explain. You were part of the bloodline. You were their little lap dog, their errand boy. You joined them because you were running away from me every single week. And then what did you do? You screwed them over. What the hell did you think was going to happen? I thought you were a smart guy. You deserved it. There's a big difference between you and me because when I lost in front of my family, when I let everybody down in my big championship opportunity, you know what I did? I stayed hungry. I stayed driven. I stayed motivated. And it carried me all the way to victory in the main event of WrestleMania. So I got redemption. I got to make my family proud. Do you think you're making your family proud? But I wanted to say this to you so you heard it directly from me. Hmm? I invited CM Punk to be here next week. <laughs> and I intend to sign him to an exclusive law contract. <laughs> no, 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 no. Zip it. Zip it. I don't give a damn, all right? You do what you got to do. But when he shows the world his true colors, and when this blows up in your face, you do me a favor, all right? You stay out of my way when I do what I got to do. Deal? 
He'll make a tag. Insane training regimen, excuse me. Check him out. Uh oh, oh no, and Dominic now launched right over the announce table and into our laps. How did that feel? Almost took us out in the process. Meanwhile, Brutus is going up top. JD McDonough doesn't want to be there. Brutus, ball! The number one contenders pick up the win. Nia now to the second rope. The Annihilator. Here is your winner, Nia Jax! She is called the irresistible force for a reason. You know, Becky Lynch said it earlier tonight, Wade, that an old wound had been reopened when Nia Jax returned to WWE. And Nia Jax says, not tonight. Nia Jax has just been in a war with Shayna Baszler. I don't blame her. The official checking with Zane to see if he's able to go. McIntyre to the back of the knee. Yeah, that's that compassion that McIntyre's got rid of. A compassionless move by McIntyre. McIntyre's been dealing with an angel on one shoulder, a devil on the other. Claymore! Zane barely making it to his feet. McIntyre tells the ref to count, and McIntyre with the win. I'm hoping he might be able to give us an update on his cons Oh! oh, 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 oh. You think we can compare each other? You want to compare? I'm nothing like you. Nothing like you. Look me in the eye. Look at me. Look at me. Nothing like you. You brought this on yourself. ためにここにいる。お前に変わって物語を手放し終わらせてやる。俺の物語は未完成。だが、お前の物語は。
Oreda. Oara FDR. You think our stories are the same? Shinsuke, I appreciate you explaining why you attacked me, and perhaps we've had a similar path. But until you stand in this ring with me, I need you to know I don't rate you, I don't respect you. It has never been part of my story to run from a fight. You keep saying that we're the same. Prove it. back to his feet. Oh, pedigree! He caught Uso with a pedigree! Waiting in the spear was a slight step ahead of it. And now Seth Rollins with a stop to main event Jey Uso and the cover. And Rollins retains in one hell of a main event. And a very uh, distraught Jey Uso. Who could blame him? After an incredible performance here tonight. Oh my God, who the, McIntyre, McIntyre with a Claymore to Jey Uso. Rollins now coming to Jey's aid and he's gonna pay for it. McIntyre has lost it. Drew's completely snapped, get back. The delusional Drew McIntyre has now put Uso through the table. Remorseless McIntyre. Drew McIntyre coming after everyone who wronged him. Drew McIntyre is a bad dude with issues. And the truth will set you free, folks. Big smile for the haters. Whole world knows that I made it. Call me the great, be the greatest of all time. This is where I draw the line. Can't stop my shine. They know it's my time. Let the world know I've arrived. I'm on the rise. Unstoppable. Watch me do the impossible. Watch me do what I got to do. I'm too hot for you. I'm not about to lose. I'm the greatest. Big smile for the haters. Whole world know that I made it. Born to be the greatest of all time. This is where I draw the line. Can't stop my shine. They know it's my time. Let the world know I've arrived. I'm on the rise. Unstoppable. Watch me do the impossible. Watch me do what I got to do. I'm too hot for you. I'm not about to lose. I'm the greatest. Big smile for the haters. Whole world know that I made it. Call me the great, be the greatest of all time. This is where I draw the line. Can't stop my shine. They know it's my time. Let the world know I've arrived. I'm on the rise. Unstoppable. Watch me do the impossible. Watch me do what I got to do. I'm too hot for you. I'm not about to lose. I'm the greatest. Big smile for the haters. Whole world know that I made it. Call me the
Hello, ladies and germs. Welcome to another edition of the Tuesday, Monday night machismo <laughs> on the PWC. I'm Russell Mojo, Mike, and with me I got Chris Winland. How coming down, coming down with a fever, but in the remedy absolutely was not Monday Night Raw. I'm sorry, but man, I'd have taken a dose of anything but that. Was it fever like Saturday Night John Travolta? Absolutely, absolutely not. It was 101 yesterday. Today I'm floating around a 99. So pulling through, it's not so bad. Not so bad. Well, that's good. Then. Yeah, I brought it down. Coming down. I guess Raw did bring it down a little bit, but man, it was not the cure. Well, I probably brought your fever down because it probably numbed everything on you. <laughs> you know, it gave you time to drop down and heal. So, yeah, yeah. I I'm never going to gain those brain cells back. <laughs> probably not. I probably won't from what I lost last week, too. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I did have almost a 101 at 101.7. Today, mine was about 100, not 101.7, 100.7. Today, I don't know. Every time I hurt myself, I get a fucking fever. Yeah, it's weird, huh? I got the kidney stone going on, but my temperature, luckily, was only 99.2. Ah, yowies. Yowzers. I hope you get better, sir, real quick, huh? Blame me so why I don't like to naturally pass a kidney stone. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody does. <laughs> nah, some doctors say it's worse than childbirth, and I'm like, well, I, I wouldn't know about that, but I guess others may, uh, considering how today is going around. Yeah, my my wife did not enjoy it when she had hers. No, not once whatsoever. So I'm. <laughs> I, I lucked out so far. So far, so good on my end. But man, I know it's coming. She's going to be waiting there laughing outside the waiting room. Like, <laughs> motherfucker. With what? Children or kidney stones? Both. <laughs> well, giving birth to the kidney stone, I guess. <laughs> I had, mine came out, and I don't know if you can see it. It was about half the size of my pinky. Oh, damn. Yeah. Ouch. Positions, that's pretty fucking good. Mm. I tried to shoot that out of your ureter, which is, No thanks. Yeah, I know. So, uh, yeah. Well, what happened? I want him to break it up. No, so, good guy. So, speaking of breaking up, uh, a little bit of good news. As you know, what was it, two weeks ago, I finally learned what yeet meant. So, apparently, it's a, I guess, an old term or an old English term or whatever people were using. And Jay Uso was using it for a while, you know, constantly. Right, right. Well, from what I understood read today, there was a wrestler in West Virginia that actually trademarked the word eat. So guess who has to stop putting it on their clothing and most likely saying it in promos and all kinds of things if uh, a cease action is said. Oh, boy. Well, I'm surprised they didn't have to bleep out all the signs in the crowd then. Because that was that's all I saw was yeet, 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 yeet. And I still don't know what the damn thing means. I don't really care for it. I'm glad it... I hope they do shut it down. Actually, I'm kind of sick of hearing it already. Well, it just came up. So it's just like... You hear, people, you hear the people say it too in the crowd. But see, you can't sense in the crowd. So when they start cursing, 
can't really censor it, so that's why the network now will shut off the volume when they hear curse words. Right. Do it for a word like heat. What I was told, and I had to look in a dictionary. Heat means to toss or throw away or hurl or put to the side. But you hear Uso saying it, and it doesn't sound like he's meaning that. No, not not at all. It sounds like he's trying to lift himself up. Instead of the, it would be like the opposite, being tossed aside. He's, you know, moving on up. He's main event. And I did notice now that you said it, he did have his main event chase shirt back tonight. So, yeah, I think you're right on that. Yeah, well, I'm not too happy whether he's a main event guy or not. I just don't care. Nah, we'll get into that at the main event of tonight's show, for Christ's yeah. sake. Yeah, that's... That's that's another thing. Apparently, some things happened on Raw that I guess I didn't see. So either my network or however I was watching, or whatever station, cut off the coverage. Oh, it did. Yeah. Uh, Towards the very end there. Yeah, the very end. Oh. Apparently, some other things happened, and uh, I didn't yeah. see it, and other people didn't either, but some did. No, oh, it cut right off as soon as it happened, pretty much on my end. Yeah, as soon as it came to, I guess it was, what's his face? Uh, Drew Barrymore, not Drew Barrymore. <laughs> Drew, Drew, Mac, Drew McIntyre. And he got a Uso at the outside at the end of the match. Yeah, yeah, he threw him through the ta- announce table. Like, he kicked him, and then he put him through the announce table after the claim yeah. or whatever. And like, so For me, that's when it ended. But apparently, there was something with Nick Aldis and Randy Orton and uh, some kind of happiness and whatever going around. And oh, was- I didn't catch that. No, I didn't catch that either. No, as soon as he went through the table, that was it. Right, and then all of a sudden, Orton hit Aldis with an RKO. Oh, Nick Aldis? He what? hit Aldis, yeah. I guess because Aldis had to come down and break up the monotony. I don't know. I, I haven't seen it. I'm going, oh. by, I'm going by hearsay. Wow, okay. Well, that's news to me. It's like... Unfortunately, I had to watch the Raw today, so I didn't even get to see a live last night. I'm usually falling asleep before it ends anyway, so usually catch it after work as it is. So it's like I kind of rushed through it all, but as soon as it ended, it was pretty abrupt. I thought nothing of it. I didn't even hear what you just said. I was like, damn, Randy. I thought Randy's on SmackDown. Why was Nick Aldis there? I don't understand. Oh, all this is, uh, I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, that is kind of weird. Unless Randy did a, I don't understand. Yeah, even if Randy did a rundown to go after Drew, where would all this be there? A lot of times they do something, obviously, when the cameras aren't rolling. Right. It had to just be one of those sperm of the moment things to, I guess, just do for the crowd's benefit. Oh, yeah. Thankfully, they did. I would have not liked to be at that crowd live, man. That would have sucked. I would have been unhappy with the flow of the show. Even if they had like a um, a dark match or whatever it would be, it was like, ah, I don't think the people that were involved would have mattered. Right. And so well, you fell asleep. Yep. I fell asleep at around, I'd say the 10, it's the, maybe 10 after 10 mark. So it's. I made it like halfway through, but I was, I was sick. I couldn't make it. I had to watch it twice. Oh, good guy. Because it's it's three hours, and it's at night, and 11 o'clock. Right. 
I, you know, if somebody, you know, feel good, don't feel good. It's just that it's three hours. Yep. Understand they got to have the backstage segments to tell stories and everything else, but still three hours of the same shit every single week. You know, it is. It, and, and again, we got to, we had to suffer another dragged out tag match with real no implications, essentially. We'll get into that as we start to cover it here. Soon. Right, right. But see, I would rather watch that than the first impromptu match that we had. Right. You know, I agree. At least that showcases that tag team. And there's a reason. Right, right. I'm happy you brought it up because we might as well just go into it. You st- we start off raw, and we have Drew McIntyre inside the ring, and he, uh, just to sum it up, is discussing, I guess, his issue not winning the, the world title and basically blaming himself, but then he's blaming Sami Zayn because who? The bloodline. He was part of the bloodline yada 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 and then the music hits zane comes to the ring and see and that's another thing if you're bad mouthing somebody yeah right you just have to wait for somebody's music to fucking cue and then they'll come down to the ring and solve a problem Oh, of course. You got to have the music queued up, of course. Right. I mean, whenever whenever there's tension, the music always queues up. We all know. Yeah. And it's like AEW, you know, Jeff Hardy can't go in and save his brother unless it, uh, he does his fucking retarded dancing. That's <laughs> ring and save his brother. <laughs> so, yeah, we got Zane inside the ring now. And I guess, uh, well, what did you hear him say? I really wasn't, to be honest, I kind of wasn't really even really paying attention. I thought there was scheduled to have a match <laughs> and that's basically essentially what happened they kind of challenged each other and you know they went right into the match i thought it was already supposed to happen it just i wasn't really paying attention at that moment so i was just like because no. drew was rambling on and i wasn't really interested in what he had to say too much you know what i mean it's like well if nobody's you know and then sammy like i said the music hits it's like well it's not really a rundown at that point so that's why I thought it was leading into the match as it were, and then it started talking. I don't think he really got all much. Did well, you catch anything? Well, see, and that's what it is. I think the match was – we don't know when the match was going to take place during the broadcast. Right. So all of a sudden, Drew, before you know, he says, so let's get a referee. So they go to a break, and all of a sudden, there's a referee there. So it's as if management had to – Okay. Yeah, just yeah, because everybody can book their own matches. Why do we need to add on Pierce or anything? You know, right. so, you know, you have that as an impromptu match there in the beginning. I would have preferred it to be maybe a little later on, right? Maybe have management involved. Uh, that it looks like they're uh, going to have an altercation and then it's broken up, and so you know they have the match later on. But no, they had yeah. it at the beginning. That went almost, I guess, what, 15 minutes. So it looks like they're trying to stretch out the matches a little more, and but yet give us more segments to tie in stories and keep things interesting. And that's something I guess they weren't previously doing for a while because it did have a decent flow. Again, the problem was just too much in three hours. Yeah, you throw in that commercial break in between, and it stretches that whole segment out. Like you said, it's about 15 minutes dragged on. 
Yeah, and then they have to wait until a certain spot happens, and they can't do anything else till the commercials are over. Right. Come back, and then it's already halfway into the match. And I don't know if you noticed, I guess something must have happened with Sammy's ankle. Yeah, it looked like he twisted it somehow, and I'm really not sure if that was meant to be or not per se it kind of he played it off pretty well because drew went right after him and like, right and that, that was I, a downfall for sammy and that i was happy about was that drew had the smarts to go after something like that and sammy i guess did well with the sympathy on it but if you notice it kept changing it kept being his ankle and then his shin yeah being his knee and then luckily near the end, I guess he attempted to do some kind of leap off the ropes. He maybe shocked his, his leg or his knee or whatever. And it's almost, I guess, you know, right after that, it was almost the end of the match. Have you seen it? But yeah, Drew does what a, a chop lock, right? Yep. So I was very happy to see that. Why? The guy's your opponent's leg is fucking hurt. So what are you gonna do? Of course you're gonna go through a chop lock. What I didn't like was after the chop lock was done because the ref was saying, You okay? Can you continue? Yada yada. Sammy says yes, then he hit, gets hit with the chop lock. The fucking ref acts all fucking wailing his arms and pissed off. Yeah, yeah, like what are you doing? What are you doing? Right. Yeah, I'm like, what the what the fuck, dude? Like, you know, you just asked him if he's good to go. And he said, yeah. He's like, right. And you're chastising Drew for capitalizing. Yeah, almost as if he's, yeah, that's, yeah, he's not, yeah, that's a bad move on the rest part. I agree. Kind of had me puzzled, but yet lots of things had me puzzled. (laughs) So luckily, I guess it was after that. Drew went and hit him with a, what was it, the Claymore. Yep. And then it was over. Yep. It was pretty once, yeah, it was pretty much a whole Drew match, too. It was a good showcasing for him, I think. And it's just showing his tenacity and ferociousness, I guess I want to say. And that's where I'm I'm like, this has got to be a injury angle or something, maybe to get Sammy off TV for a little bit. It's the holidays. I don't know what that has to do with anything, but. Well, see, he kind of have a point because I guess up until half way point, it was almost 50-50. Right. But yeah, like he was saying, it wound up being almost all Drew. And why should it not be? The guy's fucking almost six foot six. Yeah, he's a monster. He's in great shape. He's in the best shape of his life. He looks good. He looks like he should step on people's feet and pull up their fucking the, the skeleton right out of their body. Like, right? <laughs> That's a good analogy. <laughs> That's what should be done a guy that size against somebody who's supposed to be, I guess, a cab driver. Right. And especially somebody like and how the mighty have fallen. Like Sammy couldn't be any further disconnected from the bloodline at this point. Just because he pals are all Jay Uso means absolutely nothing. This guy went from pretend, this guy went from the guy that the IWC was picking to beat Roman Reigns, all right, at the Elimination Chamber. They're like, oh, they're so upset that he didn't win, and then now here we fall in. And he's never gonna, he's never gonna reach Roman again. At least Roman's title. Well, that's the whole thing now. The whole point. He's out of the bloodline. Drew took his actions out. 
Well, on Sammy, because he was part of the bloodline and part of the reason why, I guess Drew's uh, shot got all messed up in the first place. So yeah, right. For that, that ended. Uh, then afterwards, I guess we get a segment with, I guess it's Shayna Brazler and what's her face? Zoe Stark, no. I guess, in the back with Brian Saxton. And uh, I kind of had a laugh because I'm looking at Saxton and he had his mustache and his beard done. He almost looked like the V for Vendetta mask. What I like is that it's not that that vignette, uh, the promo in the back was short and sweet. That's how Gina yeah. talks also. It was 20 seconds. I broke yep. his arm. Go and do something else when I get to the ring. Yeah, that's all it takes. It's, it's, it's all it takes. They should be doing more of that. I agree. I like that. Yes, and it moved the things a little fast. Yep. There was another fucking commercial. I know. I know. Of course it was. Uh, <laughs> we just got started. <laughs> and that was what? Two already. Yep. Commercial breaks now within maybe 20, 25 minutes. <laughs> All right, so I guess they come back. And what is it starting in the ring? I guess Naya's already in the ring. Oh, her and Becky had that confrontation as soon as they came back, right before Naya came out. Yeah, her and Becky had this little, like you said, the little 20 second, not even. I don't even think this one was 20 seconds, like 15 or so. Like, blah, 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 blah. Or I owe you a receipt. That's what it was. Right. Uh, Becky owes Naya a receipt, apparently. And then that was it. And then That's Naya right. cut storming out. And yes, they cut and they had Becky. Yeah. I. I'm at the point now. I don't want to see any more of it. It's either I don't have, nope. have something. If you're going to collect a receipt, have a match worthy of collecting a receipt on, not a regular fucking wrestling match. And until you're going to do it, don't fucking talk about it. Right. Certainly. Yeah, and usually they don't drop that term either. So I thought that was kind of like, oh, they're trying to be cool and insider-ish. I'm like, shut the fuck up, Becky. <laughs> Just shut up. I would have loved if Saxon would have asked her a question like she's on Jeopardy. Well, oh, hey, that would have been a great spot for Naya to blast her in the face again, though, too. <laughs> that would have done the whole, you know, that would have made my night. That might have changed my letter grade. <laughs> All right. So they come back to commercial. They're starting the match. And I guess if you want to say it's the same shit as usual, there's trade off blows here and there. This match wasn't as long as, I guess, the first one. Well, thankfully. But it was almost the same premise where the last maybe five or, or so minutes was more in Naya's favor. Right. Or she's twice the size than Shayna. Well, she, uh, tried, I guess, to get her in that. Uh, Terrafuta clutch. Or yeah. corn, corn and tuna clutches, I like yeah. that. <laughs> Call it that because when I went to try to say it in the phone for the speech to text, it actually said corn and tuna. <laughs> so I call it corn and tuna clutch. Well, that works. <laughs> it sounds tastier. No, no, corn and tuna. Oh, I tried. I know. Well, it's tastier than Shayna Beasler <laughs> or Naya at that moment. I don't know. I haven't tasted any of them, man. So, uh, I, I, well, let me not get it. That's, that's yep. yeah, that's going down a wicked road. <laughs> and platform. 
<laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that was Shane's last attempt uh, for Naya because then what happened? She winds up losing. She gets the bonsai drop from the top rope, and the match is over. So, you know, Shayna made it look like she was giving her all, but what's going to be next after this? Becky comes back to freaking ruin the moment. Well, yeah. A bunch of jive. It's like that's – I almost thought that Becky should have cost Nia the match and had Shayna go over the whole, and that would have made it a little more story compelling, I guess. Shayna really – didn't deserve to go out like that. I would have right. I would have. Pre- I would have preferred to see that. Uh, at least it'll keep something active going. Right. Shayna and Nia, because now if this is it and this is the culmination and it's over, it was really to me it was garbage. Yeah, that's why I think so too. Yeah. Becky has to show her fucking face. Right. Nia, who is again two times fucking larger than Becky has to run out of the ring. Right, or and I have absolute flop out actually. <laughs> yeah, the fucking Becky. What are you fucking running from? I have no interest in these two again. I have no interest in seeing these two at all, especially against each other. <laughs> I actually don't mind if there's something bigger or better going to come out of it. I don't want to see a regular wrestling match because. I think we're past that. If they're going to keep talking about the history that they have in one another, breaking uh, your own receipt and this and that and using other terms, then you have to have a fucking match worthy of collecting and giving back a receipt. True. I just, I see them playing this. They're going to fucking blow this out into a few matches and it's going to be a regular fucking wrestling match. I ain't going to watch that. Right. On Raw, I have to watch it, unfortunately, but I would rather it didn't come to that. They need to have some kind of match or stipulation. Yeah, stipulation is the only way to end it. But it's like I still really have no interest. I think it's just a placeholder for Becky and get her something to do. And same with Nia, because if they're not going for the title, what else are they doing? Nothing. It, It all of a sudden ended abruptly. For Becky going after the title, right? Yeah, the NXT title to uh, Valkyrie, whatever the fuck. The, yeah, Taya Valkyrie, or that's definitely that nothing with it. <laughs> oh, uh, Valkyrie or something, something Valkyria. I don't know. Yeah, Lyra Valkyria. That's it. Yeah, she's a fucking NXT, so she loses, and then nothing happens from that. There's no rematches. There's no, no There's no back and forth. Nothing. And Becky's not even back on NXT. <laughs> Right. She should be in something, but I guess they're keeping her on Raw for Nia Jax. Yeah, great. Fantastic. That's our prize. And then guess what? Another fucking commercial. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Forty-something minutes, I'm guessing. They come back. Imperium is standing there. And I guess DIY as well. Yep. And here's another thing that puzzles me. If they're opponents and they're having a match against each other, whether it's simulated fighting or not, they're next to each other like they're fucking buddy-buddy for a promo segment. 
Yeah, and they're all you know spectacularly lined up, so they're all on the shot too. You know, they're yeah. not just like walking. Past, they're not just walking past each other, butt and shoulders or anything. You know, God forbid they do something that's realistic. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like that thing that fucking annoys me with some wrestling. I mean, I know the whole point is sometimes you want to angle yourself and 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 do your do your moves or whatever to where the hard cam is so make it easier for people on tv to see you yeah moves yourself but not when you make it point blatantly fucking obvious <laughs> right, right. it looks at its fucking phoniest because you're beating somebody up and doing something oh oh wait i i can't finish you off because i must turn to the hard cam look i must pick you up and then i must drop you on my head <laughs> by your head you know that I, I think it's fucking idiotic right 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 especially when you're like talking shit to each other make sure we're all standing in a row while we do it so we got to look at each other sideways right <laughs> yeah so with that said speaking of fucking idiotic i guess they, you go right into the match there was it going to a match or is it going to another segment in commercial no it did go to another commercial yeah, yeah, I did. Then we yes, come yes, back at the women's tag team match. And right there is when I first started to fall asleep. I started to nod out. It was... Uh, oh, God, yeah. That, Alia and Knox against uh, Kat, I, I, and, uh, the... Carter and Chance, that's it. Honestly, yeah. I I think we I think you skipped. I think we mixed that up in the, in the floor. I think we are under the DIY. Yeah, we are. I would much rather, uh, I'd almost rather skip ahead, but yeah, I'm pretty sure Carter and Chance come after the whole um, and they're talking and whatnot, and then we have a match, women's tag team match. So I was right; they came for commercial and everything afterward. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, let's just get into that because if that's maybe I may stop you. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. All right, so I'm guessing that match, again, was the same as the others. They go five minutes or so at trade-off, back and forth, uh, commercial. Yep. Obviously, another team has the upper hand. I guess Natalia went and did another power spot, but what I liked is before the commercial break, I think she actually did a press slam on – What's that girl? Oh, on Tegan Knox. Yeah. Not, no, the Carter or Chance. Chance. That's yeah. it. Chance. She, yeah, she'd be the white one. Yeah. So Carter would be the color girl. It was good to be. It was good to be seeing Natalia, I guess, back to back to her roots, I guess, kind of. You hardly don't see her do power slams. Or double suplexes off the top rope showing a power like she used to when she debuted when she I guess when she was teaming with Beth Phoenix. Right. Yeah. But it's been a long time too. I mean, this this is hopefully she doesn't get hurt by doing such and all the wider age. I mean, no. she doesn't have the size she used to and, and a right. lot of things have progressed and changed over time. But for me, she it's should roll back the press slam fucking uh chance who's who's like maybe 97 pounds maybe if even man she makes me look like andre the giant if if yeah if that 
So then we figure what that after the double suplex spot off the rope. Well, I guess it was the corner. Uh, I guess that was it. Well, you had the women's tag team champs at ringside. Yeah, that caused a distraction, I do believe. And then the uh, Carter and Chance got the win out of which I was really surprised by because they were pushing Tegan and uh, Natalia last week, if I'm not mistaken. Right. And then they drop like that, and it's like, well, that drops them down in the rankings. So we're probably going to get Carter and Chance against the tag team champions, Chelsea and uh, Piper Niven. And yay, and they've barely been on TV themselves. So it's like, yeah. I really don't care about this division any more than. I never cared about this division, so I can't really say I ever have. <laughs> At least they're showing the women's matches every week. So uh, to me, I mean, a lot of people bitch them, oh, no, there's not enough women's wrestling, not enough women this or that. At least WWE is putting them on screen. Of course, they're not going to put their worst of their women's talent on whatever capacity that is. <laughs> So they're going to do it, tag team match. You're killing two birds and one stone. You're getting women's matches, and you're getting to use some of your talent in a certain way, I'm assuming. Yeah, and people got to see Carter and Chance. They're not always wrestling, and they actually got the win this time. So that was a surprise. They, they, got, they get the win. And I'm wondering if how many more – well, we have maybe what five weeks until the rumble. I'm I'm assuming. I'm not I think sure. so. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, there's nothing in between. So we got a good stretch. I do believe around Christmas we'll be stuck with the uh, tribute to the troops or something like that. One of those filler type shows, or like the best ofs or whatever the hell they do. Right. So what I'm wondering is how many matches are we gonna have with Carter and Chance against whomever, and right. then having to see the women's tag champs. Until I'm going to assume, I mean, yeah, there's going to be a tag team title match at the pay-per-view coming up. I don't see them doing that tribute to the troops. I see them doing it at Royal Rumble. So we're going to have another five weeks of women's tag team matches. I, I want, yeah, you're right. Cause I was going to say, well, you need more women for the rumble, but they got a whole, they got 30 women down in NXT ready to go. You know what I mean? Right. right. <laughs> So yeah, you're right, and you got to even up the card for the Royal Rumble. But there can't be too many matches either, because you got two, you know, what hour long Royal Rumbles to go through, and then that leaves like maybe two more hours of time. Yeah, they, a four I guess they could go anywhere from three to four hours, like right. they do it for. Luckily, Raw is only three, and I'm assuming now. I guess Cody comes to the ring at this time, back from a commercial. And I guess we're maybe 15 minutes short of the halfway point at this time right? for the broadcast. So it's basically what Cody's coming to the ring. And I'm just going to try to sum it up. But if you want to add to it, you can. Cody's just basically coming to the ring and saying, oh, uh, and I guess it's what a lot of other people must have said, too. Oh, I should have known or knew what Nakamura was saying and meaning, uh, you know, and I got attacked and he got misted and, and, and whatnot. And I'm saying to myself, how the fuck are you going to know? Because one, he's talking to Japanese. <laughs> Number two, so unless anybody knows Japanese and says, hey, yo, Cody, he called you out. Hey, yo, Cody, it looks like he's talking and doing things about you. 
how the fuck is he going to know or pay attention? It's not like Nakamura went, hey, yo, Cody, I'm talking about you. He didn't do that. Right. So how the fuck is Cody going to know? <laughs> there weren't really any physical clues or anything pointing out to Cody. It was just Nakamura trying to be mystic. So how the fuck is Cody going to know? Right. It's, Especially when he's going to bring his chaos. So Cody knew that that meant him, I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the chaos word was mentioned. So now yeah. a bunch of people fucking what room is that people are leaving New Japan and going to join WWE. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, maybe that's how Cody knows because he was in New Japan, so he speaks Japan. Uh, <laughs> what stood out for me, though, is at least Cody didn't come home and be like, so what do you want to talk about? Yeah, and he didn't have a fucking suit on. No, Fuck that, tell, that, that tells me that he had something to do with the ending. What ending? Yeah, whatever we didn't see on air, whatever cut out on us or something, too. Because why would he have his trunks on? He had to have been in a dark match or something. Yeah, you know what I mean? Otherwise, he was coming out, look, you know, look, dressed to the nines in his suits and shit. But this time he was ready to go. But it's like he didn't go. So that tells me that the audience got to see him. He was in the dark match somehow, some way, probably. It could be, it, it, yeah, it, maybe he was. I have no idea, but I'm just happy I didn't see him in a fucking suit. Right, yeah, at least he didn't like, ask the same question that he does every yeah. single fucking promo. He got right, right into it one after ten. Right, but he, he looked like he was actually there for a reason and ready to wrestle. Right. I mean, why come out in a fucking uh, a trench coat and a fucking suit and all that if you're just going to walk in a ring and ask a couple of questions? Right. I I, I particularly, you know, uh, then the, what? The lights go out and uh, there's a promo from Nakamura. He's speaking in Japanese again. And afterwards, <laughs> Cody responds. <sighs> <laughs> Again, if Cody doesn't understand, I, no. Wait, let me ask. Did you see any? Were there any words on the screen? Yeah, Trent, yeah, there was. There was more or less like I'm gonna. It was like you want to tell your story. I'm gonna tell your story for you. Was pretty much what it summed up to. Like Shinsuke right. is gonna tell Cody's story, story for him. How they're similar, in some sort of magical way. I guess they went on the same path. Okay, Nakamura and Cody Rhodes. When I think Cody Rhodes, I totally connect the dots to Nakamura. That's now, the first person, right. first person that comes yeah. to my mind. So now every word that Nakamura said, and I mean every word, was it translated? Yeah. Okay. I I, I couldn't see the translation for some okay. reason. Yeah, so that's that why was the Cody's got his story. They're both on the same path, and. Oh, now Nakamura is going to tell Cody's story for him. They All had right. the they had the flashbacks of them both losing their world title shots after yeah. winning the Rumble. Yada you, yada yeah, a bunch of yeah. All right, good. Totally, and like Nakamura said something about now, open like I closed your eyes last week and I'll open them tonight. And then I was expecting something like you got Cody and his trunks ready to go, but that was the end of it. I think we went right back to a ketchup packet. Yeah, that's <laughs> another catch-up packet because why? Another commercial. Yeah. And so we come back from that commercial, and I guess uh, you got Judgment Day coming to the ring with McDummy and Dum Dum. Oh, you forgot the past segment with R-Truth. No, I didn't. Oh, God. That was the past. <laughs> R-Truth is great. All right, go ahead. 
I'm saying. No, that was it. All I got to say is R-Truth was in the backstage segment pretending yeah. to be a part of Judgment Day. And then they kicked him out of their uh, clubhouse. They call it Judgment Day. Called it their clubhouse, their little backstage area. And then, he, and then they're like, "We better up the security." <laughs> like, that okay. I did like, but I didn't. I I felt it was pointless and useless. Oh yeah, it was just dumb. It was, yeah, wrestling guy. Yes, it was dumb and McDummy saying that, but at least it was good. We saw our truth. And we saw our truth, I guess. Later on, we're going to see him too, I guess, with the tag team match with DIY and. No, this was the Mc McDonald had in uh, Dominic versus the Creeds. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's where our truth came from. I know, but I'm talking Imperium. Imperium oh, is with DIY. And yeah, I guess our truth was out there too, or was our truth? Yeah, no, our truth was out there. Okay, that's it with judgment. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what I was gonna say. You got to see him one, two times, and he's hold, he was holding a Buffalo's Bill, uh, Buffalo Bills championship. I guess. I wanted to comment on that really quick. I think that it's really funny how all the football teams have a WWE partnership except for one. <laughs> that's pretty that's telling. Bill. Yep, that's pretty telling. That's. Pretty shitty business, if you ask me. Somebody doesn't know how to do business. But I think it, it, it could be AEW or it could just be that maybe the Jaguars no. itself doesn't want to give the right. No, it's when he can't shut it down. He said no. Well, there you go. And that's the yeah. right usage. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it was like, yeah, no. It's like, he well, can do, do whatever he wants. Yeah, I guess. The Undertaker was on that Big Twelve or yeah. twelve something with college sports, and uh, yep. it looked like a million bucks with him being on there and the others with that belt. So oh, I know, I know. I mean, WWE knows how to do good business. I sorry, AEW needs to like maybe get a new boss. That's how you generate attention and that's how you make money. Mm -hmm. But what's not going to make money is when you have McDummy and Dominic. Oh, God. To the ring now after this, and I'm sorry, dude. Dude, remember how <laughs> you have the little kid that wants to emulate his dad, and it's Halloween. So, what does he do? He wears his father's Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, vest. Yeah, uh, yeah. not from WWE shop. That's what McDummy looked like with that oh, flipping God. vest. Down. <laughs> he looked like a little kid wearing his daddy's vest with the food sticking out underneath. He looked like a little kid when he took off the vest. I just can't take this guy seriously. Just, I don't care how much of a good technician he could or couldn't be. He could be the he could he could tie Brock Lesnar into a pretzel. I don't think I would get into this guy in any way, shape, or the form. <laughs> it's for what it is. He doesn't have any character or a good character to play. He's just a wrestler, and there's a difference. There's you got wrestlers and you got workers. Wrestlers do moves. Workers know how to work in a ring, right? And people need to learn that they got to separate those two things. Oh, they sure. don't. Yeah, this. Yeah, this kid's oh man, it's JD, and now he's officially a part of Judgment Day. Put you know, bossing our truth around from backstage. Get out of our group. Get out of our clubhouse. So it's like okay, but you had no film Balor on the show, so JD's kind of filling that role. It's like 
I guess. I guess the post and pays composite of each other, but at the same time, Finn Balor's up here, you know, when it comes to, yeah. All right, so what? I guess you could say this match will be all like the others. It's like so far every match changes. Obviously, it's, there's going to be a middle point of the match when it changes, and that's when it changed for this. It changed in this after – I guess it was Julius did an almost 20-second standing suplex on Dominic, I think it was. Then the tide started to turn. Um, so that was about the halfway point for that almost. So what was your take overall on the match? Because obviously we know who wins. Yeah, I, 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 mean, I do think it was a one, uh, number one contendership. Right. They go for the title. So what is your take on this? I do think it was one of the better Creed showings. I think they did a better showing this week than they actually did to the tag team turmoil that they wanted to get their title shot. I thought they looked really, really green last week in the ring and they, they compete, especially DIY, man, that proved how how green that, um, the three brothers really are in the ring because DIY were steps above them and leading the match through everybody they're in the ring with last week led the match this week. I think that dominant, um, McDonough didn't have to lead them the whole time. They let them, you know, they took it really well, getting their asses beat at towards the end. You know, I think the Creed brothers really right. had a good showing. I must say, and I like that the moves that Julius kept doing over and over and over again, popping up, kip up, popping up, kip up. You know, that, I see. I didn't like that because one of these days, with his size and he gets heavier. He's going to keep doing them two, three, four, nine times, and he's going to blow out his fucking LCL. Yeah, he's looking at Drew McIntyre doing it, and he's like, oh. Yeah, when that, when that, yeah but McIntyre didn't do Way it. Way different time. person. Well, but he also didn't do it over four times. Right, right, true. Yeah, especially after doing a power move each right. time. Well, it's like, kip up, power move, kip up, power move. Yes, the, you could do the power moves, but. The kip kip ups are actually what's going to take its toll on your knee and your leg. Correct. Yeah. After he did that standing suplex. He did what? The kip up. Right. He did another thing. He did a kip up. You know, to the ground through somebody with a suplex. He did a kip up. I mean, granted, it was entertaining, but you're right. I mean, I don't see these guys. These two are two. I don't know if I'm on it. I don't know what the term was. It's not green, but like they're just not, they don't have enough. They're not hawking animal. You know what I'm saying? When oh, they're doing no. these types of, when they're doing these types of moves, man, either they're going to hurt themselves or one, somebody else for sure. They're wrestling they're doing to too be much. Wrestling, right. But they're wrestling to be wrestlers. Hawk and animal were, they, they were wrestlers because they're in pro wrestling. So they're wrestlers, but they were more brawlers. Right. Uh, uh, than actual wrestlers wrestling in a ring, but they did your suplexes, your power slams. Right, right. They wrestled like big men. The Creeds are bigger guys, but they're trying to wrestle like it's collegiate eight fucking wrestling. Right. Trying to do a halfway scientific fucking match with guys that are half their fucking size when they shouldn't be. Right. Right. Do those power fucking moves. Do a clothesline taking the guy's fucking head off. That's why I was happy to see Brutus near the end. He did his Brutus bomb. It was like a pounce. 
and he knocked Dominic and over the fucking. Uh, that was great. Yeah, <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah. That was things that was like cool. that. They should be doing instead of constant fucking. They're they're not Team Angle now. Team right. Angle big guys themselves, but they mixed it up in a lot of ways. The Creeds, in my view, aren't doing that. Right, I right. think they should do a little more of a power game, yeah, and you have all your suplexes, tosses, and other shit. But it, 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 needless to say, they won with that Brutus bomb off the rope, and they pinned McDummy, I guess it was, and uh, got the got the W. So now they'll move on to their tag and the tag rankings and their number one contenders. Right, right. I, I'm curious to see if they actually get her. Uh, I'm wondering. And you know, and it was – Tank champs or what? Judgment Day, the other two, right? Yeah, I keep forgetting that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because so do I, apparently, <laughs> because it, they don't necessarily need to have a tag team match for people to know who the tag team champs are. The champs, right? All they got to do is just show their faces, and they have well, the fucking belt. There again, any given night, it's only it's one or the other that's actually there too. It's like we get Priest right. or we get Finn or we get you know neither know. sometimes. And no mentioning or anything of the money in the bank. Yeah, yeah. He's told they're running out of time for that too. It's like it's kind of run its steam. It's like if he doesn't do anything serious with anything, Damian Priest. That is, it's like I don't see him actually even winning with the money in the bank. Right. And, and so, so he's right. holding for all this time for no reason. And seeing they had that match, I guess you could say that was a little before the main event. So we're now obviously past the halfway point. And if you notice, the, yes, there were a lot of commercials. There has to be commercials. But there was a lot of those uh, backstage segments, which were good because it kept things flowing. It right. kept storylines going. It gets people on TV. And it gets them involved, obviously, with the, with the episode going on, whether the storylines or not. It gets them seen. But... If you noticed, there wasn't a lot of wrestling, wrestling matches. No, there really there was wasn't. Maybe five. Once, yeah, maybe five matches. Uh, yeah, yeah. The tag team dragged out, and then the main event dragged out. And you had commercials in between those. You had a few catch up. Yeah, a lot fewer catch up packets this week than I think we'd normally get. Right. Like you said there was more of the backstage, which felt I would yes. much rather have that. Any day of the week. If it's going to be interesting and there's a reason why to have that backstage segment, if it's continuing a story or an angle or starting an angle, then that's fine. Look what they did. They they showed several times the, the attack on Sami Zayn. Yeah. We've seen that. It got people, I guess, wanting to see now what may happen for next week. It's things like that that they're doing now with the backstage segments. Again, they were not doing a little while back. Yeah. You even had Adam Pierce on the phone with like the medical professionals or whatever you call them, like medical examiner and like, you know, checking up to see how Sammy was apparently and started, yeah. you know, you know, get that off in either, you know? Well, with that said, guess what? Another commercial. <laughs> And it uh, looks like uh, the main event is about to take place. And you got Uso versus Rollins. And all, I guess overall, I didn't mind the match. Um, again, it's it's like everything else, trade-off, blow for blow. Um, what it was was, I guess, maybe after, because he had well, one commercial break, 
then you about were going to another. I guess maybe they had two commercial breaks. Couldn't do. Yeah, three. they did. Yeah, it was after the like this the second one where it stopped being a near 50-50 trade-off. I guess with Jay coming up because he's the underdog. So that whole last segment up until the pinfall, capitalizing on his story, I guess because of the promo that was in the – and then the in the first part of the show, the first half hour, uh, he tried everything in his willpower. There was one, two, three, maybe four four pinfall attempts. Could not pin Rollins at all, but he got the crowd behind him. There was sympathy there with him. But then, all right, tell me what is your, what do you think up until that point now? Well, with a couple of those pinfall attempts, two of them were with the splashes, his finishing move. So I'm already thinking like, oh, man, you know, after the first one, it's like, well, you just killed that finishing maneuver for him. You know, and then with the second one, it's like you thought he had a chance, but it's like uh, something's just not sticking in my craw right. And there there again, this is where I thought something was going to happen. No surprise except for... Yeah, fucking Rollins. <laughs> well, that was yeah. Well, that was obviously after the pinfall, uh, but I guess Uso tried again to do a spear. Um, he was successful one time, so he tries to do it again, and it's like Rollins was ready for him, but he caught yep. him right into a pedigree. Yep. And that was only one pedigree. Not like Uso, he had to do two or so splashes. Right. Two or so uh, right, spears, uh, yeah. Spears, you know, against Rollins, who just did the one pedigree and then did the curb stop and the match is over. Right. Like, uh, you know, so it, that made Rollins look a little bit, in my view, too strong. Yeah, it made him look like uh, Super Rollins, like they tried to do with MJF. They're, you know, winning all these yeah. matches one night, you know, it's like, look at me, I can overcome anything. Like, it was just, it was a cheap win, and like I said, this is where I was expecting something to happen, and really, first, like, if I was there live, I'd have been disappointed with that type of ending. Cause well, like, yeah, because they gave you a regular honest ending. Uso gets pilled, kill, uh, not killed, pinned. Yeah. His dream is pretty much shot and over right. against well, same with his, Like I said, same with his finishers. He tried a whole new finisher, and it was like, that didn't work for you either, so now what are you going to do? How are you going to win a main event, Jay, without a finisher that pins somebody? <laughs> well, either way, not just all, once, but twice. <laughs> it's got it's to be over for him now. It really Absolutely. does. Yeah, no more main yeah. event. Yeah, I mean, so hopefully we we won't hear any more pipe dreams about him wanting to be a champ and all this shit. He had his chance. He it's yeah done. But then, yes, as you said, Uso's on the outside, and then and what is it, uh, Drew Barrymore? You know, so it just uh, well, you take it from me and tell us what happened. Yeah, he he uh, Claymore J right away, and then uh, pretty much picked him up and threw him right to the uh, suplexed him right into the nose table, and the lights just went right out. So anything else that would have been a spoiler or whatever, I really haven't even read or anything or nothing like that. So I don't even know. Yeah, they like Cody was in his trunks, he might have something to do with it. But if it was Randy Orton, that's weird. I guess for a crowd that would have made me pop, you know. 
Well, that would know because the broadcast ended. Okay. Well, so, I mean, if I was there, yeah. When you I, said oh. lights went out, so, but that's yeah. when actually the broadcast ended. Yeah, so that's the as far as they I left think. that was great. It makes us wonder now, well, what's going to happen for next week coming up? Uh, viewers, hopefully, they'll tune in, they'll see it. But for people in the crowd, unless anybody has footage, I don't know what happened after that. So right, yeah. whether or not Cody was in a match because he didn't have his coat on, nobody knows. Right. Right. <laughs> I, 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 I don't think it would have made a big difference either way after after that dismal or fizzle out at the end. Like I said, if Drew would have cost Jay the match, that would have made sense. Could have gone right. home and been like, Matt, that's wrestling. Uh, yeah. know, but this was you a decisive. This was pretty decisive. Like you said, Jay's done. I agree with that. And and yes, and I feel too it's he's done because it was a clean finish. Why not have had Barry Moore come in? interrupt get a disqualification doesn't matter who it's against it's still one of them yeah, right, yeah. it stops Jay from yep. getting his title why because Jay fucked with him with Barrett with Drew in his shot at a title because of the fucking bloodline so this is another way Drew digs that fucking screw deeper into Jay's back right his title shot because he was with the bloodline right had that done you yep. know you could still continue the story yeah and that keeps jay still in the you know in the talk of it all but this it's is like kind that. of yeah. Far that. yeah now with rollins you can wind up having where and they could do a fucking fatal three-way yep yep i see that i guess very well see that. royal rumble i mean they could possibly still do it but it's just the way they ended it too clean. So unless now next week you get Uso bitching and moaning or something happens to uh, to to Pierce, and then Pierce says, okay, at Royal Rumble, we're going to have a fatal or a three-way match. Yeah. But what then is the reason for this fucking three-way match? Because the ending was clean. Right. Exactly. And it can't nope. be just because, oh, but Drew attacked me on the outside and then put me through the table or whatnot. That was after the fucking match. Rollins yeah, usually down one, two, three. That's it. Rollins gets away Scott fucking free. He won with a clean pin. That's yep. it. On to the next chapter for him, pretty much. It's like, okay, so we're not going to see him and Drew per se next, are we? I don't know. Because if he's still, so if they're playing into like maybe Drew jumping a SmackDown to make some fucking noise or whatever they're trying to do. Them hunting down the bloodline while well, he's in the wrong area or the wrong brand, you know what I mean? You right. just took out Jay again. So, unless they're gonna play an injury angle where he injures Jay, <laughs> you know, just like oh, you right. did Sammy, oh, that's where we're getting at with this, you know, it's like, oh, write him off TV for a week or two or whatever. Oh, right. And that's why I would have rather seen the, the ending uh, yep. I mentioned to you. Yeah. Things going until it would have made sense. Rumble. It keeps all, everybody, all parties, at each other's throats where they don't have to have another actual wrestling match. They could just do backstage spots. Right, yeah. Things active until the Rumble. And like a random tag match in between that they had to be involved they in. Could have, right, they, yeah. could have, they could have a random tag match. Yep. You do yep. Drew and somebody against yep. Jay and somebody. Yep. And, and nobody all has to be friends. It's just... Right. Just to have them wrestle. Yeah, they usually do that to build up to something, like you right. said, towards a Royal Rumble. Right. That would make the EP going through for the fucking angle. 
Yep, that would make sense. But this is WWE. So. <laughs> I can't win them well, all. <laughs> at least there's one thing you can you can say about it. It looks like they're starting to make you know, whether ratings go up or not. That's not the matter or the issue. At least they're starting to keep things a little more interesting now, as far as the flow of the show, using people, the vignettes, yada yada, and so on. So. Personally, I hope they keep it up, but I don't yeah. see me not falling asleep anytime soon. <laughs> right? Fucking hey, man. Fucking I, <laughs> if it was up to me, I'd started at seven and not eight and ended at ten. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would be I think yeah, whoever I picks them up might want to think into that one, you know, especially if they are trying to market towards the kids yet. Most kids can't even stay up till the, you know. Right. Kids will stay up mostly. Most parents will, the latest, I guess, will be nine o'clock. Right. You know, my, what, even when I was like 10 or 11. Nine o'clock was, you know, at least go to bed. Unless it was the weekends. Oh, yeah. Stay up and watch wrestling at midnight. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know. <laughs> but I, I, I think maybe they should do a seven o'clock, do a seven until a 10. Because that way, even after 10 o'clock, you got your 9 and 10 for the adults. WWE can then again do things or say things that'll be a little more for the adult viewer. Right, right. More mature wrestling for an hour. Then after 10 o'clock, the adults can relax and then go to bed at 11. Right, oh, man. It's 11 o'clock and then your whole night is fucked. Right, right. I mean, you know, because you know there's diehard wrestling fans out there that after it's 11 o'clock, you know, whether he, let's say they have a girlfriend or some and the girlfriend <laughs> wanting to get with them. No, it's <laughs> fucking people. They're watching wrestling. They're going to bed. Yep. Fuck that right. woman's here. For, she takes first priority over fucking wrestling. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, half of the times I'm with her instead of watching it. Yeah, and yeah. Then, the other half of the time, she's why I'm falling asleep afterwards. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. Right? Right? So for sure, I'm not watching fucking wrestling. So, you know, ending it at 10 o'clock is good because it gives people a chance to live their lives afterwards for another fucking hour until. Yeah, uh, works great for SmackDown, you know, shit. For SmackDown, it'll be good, too. But they're two hours. Well, that's what I mean. It that's how it works for them. They get done at, for my time, it's nine o'clock when they get done. Oh, that oh, that's right. You're. I keep forgetting you're right now. Yeah, wow. yeah. So that's even better. And like for Raw, even the ten o'clock, I can't stay up past ten. I, I got, I got to get up. And kids got school and shit. It's like right. we got things to do. I got things to do. Then sit there and fucking. And don't forget now. What makes things seem even worse is what was it? A couple of weeks ago, we had the daylight savings time. So yeah, now, it makes it way worse. Six o'clock my time. It's pitch black outside already. Right. Two weeks ago, it was dark. Let me see. No, now it gets dark at 5.30. Uh, maybe two weeks ago, it got dark at almost 7. Right, right. Now it's almost 5 fucking 30, and it's getting dark. That's, That's not normal. fucking shit. So it makes nope. it seem like it's dragging out. It really does. Especially if you get a good meal in here and you just you know, right. sit on the couch, you're like, oh, you know, it's for us, it's fucking cold, you know, shit. Get inside right. to warm up, get snuggly down. It's like, oh, three hours. 
Right, right. So, but, you know, unless you're a diehard wrestling fan and you're really hyped and looking forward to it, no, the average person's going to be like, fuck this, I'm taking a nap. Right, right. Whether you try to or not, really, fuck. Now, at the time, I'm nodding all through the whole thing. You know, it's like nothing, you know, I'm not really trying to stay up to watch Jay Uso lose clean after doing his finishing maneuvers, not once, not twice. Tried a whole other set of finishing maneuvers as four finishers failed. Well, Lost clean right after his doing. Overall, what did you think of the whole episode? I think uh, I'm not going to shit all over it. I mean, it was what I could expect, especially in this time of year for Raw. It's one of those lull periods, I guess, if you want to say it. Like of a better term, we're not quite into the Super Bowl season yet. You know, it's like, but people are starting to turn the channel to watch the games and other things that are on, you got your basketball tournaments and shit. It's like, there's a whole lot of things that I could be doing and watching three hours of Raw. Overall, I think it was about a D plus. If I were to give it a letter grade, I'm not really sure why I'm giving them the plus, but I'm going to throw it out there just for trying. Only because I know PWC loves letter grades. I'm giving it a C minus. Fair enough. That's solely because, well, yeah, I'll say C minus. Yeah, I think the plus came from our truth, really, for me. I just love seeing that guy. I don't care what he does on TV. I just like seeing him. Yeah, <laughs> He's yeah. a good producer. Ron Killing's an awesome guy. The only way I would give it a B, any type of a B, whether it's a plus or a minus, is if I'm not going to say the quality of match. I'll say type of match. So type yeah. of match and a certain flow with the show, just something special behind uh, yeah. the episode. Then I'll give it maybe a B, but for now, yeah, C minus. I wasn't invested in any single one of these matches. I know Jay Uso earned his title shot somehow, some way. I don't even remember how he got the title shot. So I was like, oh, okay, this just seems like uh respect. That's how he got yeah. it. Yeah, in a sense, it seemed like watching a whole show when you just go home, you know, watch them live when they come around without being on TV. Yeah. It just kind of had that same type of flow, too, except for the backstage segments and everything like that. Obviously, your commercial breaks and your catcher packets and things like that. But if you take all that out of there, it would have just been a regular whole show, I think. It could have been just with TV cameras there. Right. Yeah. You know, you know it could have been the same. Especially with Jay taking the loss like that at the end, you know, on a whole show that wouldn't matter. But this was TV. And like you said, I think that ends it for Jay. Yeah, I, I feel it may have ended it because what are they going to do after this for him? Right. There's not much really they can do. So speaking of not much we can do, I guess we hit our mark, Chris. Excellent. It's good to, good to do that. Good to yeah, do. I know, right? We, we got oh, yeah. less than two it's amazing. Time. Well, you know, unfortunately, I mean, I wish it would have been more to talk about, but like I said, this kind of felt like a filler, and they just kind of threw some stuff together, but they did kind of progress some storylines and start some new ones, too. So I'll give them that. Like I said, you got Carter and Chance coming up in the women's tag team division and things like that. Little seeds planted with Imperium's dissension. I don't understand why all these factions have dissent going on at some, for some reason at the same time, but whatever, it keeps it interesting, I guess. You know what it does. So, with that said, where can they find you on social media? 
Uh, on X, I'm CPW666. Otherwise, I'm usually trolling the chat feeds and the Hami Media Group, PWC Network, YouTube videos. Seeing my comments here and then. That's how I met you, sir. <laughs> yes, yes, you did. Uh, for myself, I really don't do social media much. Um, I am on Twitter. The name is there for people to see. Uh, I'm not really too active. I don't do the whole social media thing, but people could drop me a line if they wish. So with that said, this has been the Monday Night Machismo on a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. And we will talk to you soon. And See you sure, next week. Yep. Don't leave right after this. Just stay yeah. on. Jimmy. Jimmy will edit this out. All right. Sounds good. PWC Network, what the world is watching and listening to.